the principle of whether this is only about positions that are stated from a heavenly authority that the principle is telling us that we cannot rely on such sources of halachic decisions a decision that's made and stated by a heavenly source we don't use as a basis to decide halacha here on earth, how to conduct ourselves. Or should we also restrict uh, a heavenly information or the credibility of heavenly information when it comes to establishing whether somebody did say something or not, whether a chacham here on earth had passed in a certain way. For example, in this case of Rabbi Bar Nachmeni, where the Gemara says, the Rabbi Nachmeni Paskin, that it's Toher. If leprosy develops in a certain way, then it's Toher. And we don't Paskin like him, says the Chassam Sefer, because who revealed that Rabbi Bar Nachmeni Paskin that way? Eliyahu Novi. And since Toher Leba Shemaimi, not only can we not rely on positions that are made in the heavens, halachic positions, but we can't even rely on heaven confirming that a chacham here on earth had made a certain halachic decisions. Says the Chassam Sefer, why not? Why should that be in violation of this principle of Tehle Bashamaimi? All we're doing is Eliyonavit telling us, revealing to us through Ruch HaKadosh, through Nevoah, that Rabbi Benachmeni paskant like this. So the Psak comes from Rabbi Benachmeni, who is a human being here on earth. Because the reasoning behind is a practical one, it's a utilitarian one, to protect the integrity of Torah. So therefore, we need to make sure that no information that ascertains the decision made by Yerov is based on any supernatural resources. Otherwise, what would stop anyone from coming and saying, I know Benavua, that this and this Chochem, Moshe Feinstein, Pask and so and so, I, nobody knows, but I, Benavua, know it. In other words, if the reason for this principle, Torah is to protect the integrity of Torah and to protect ourselves against charlatans who are trying to uh, compromise the integrity by making claims, false claims about their nevuah, then we need to restrict also information, heavenly information, that establishes that a rov said something. There's no difference whether the information consists of a halachic decision or whether the information coming from heaven is about that somebody said, somebody, a rov here on earth made a halachic decision. Anyone can come along and say, oh, I know Benavur, that this Rav said so-and-so. That's the some safest position. But according to Chassidus, there's a whole different understanding of this principle, Torah It's not a utilitarian idea. It goes to the heart of what Torah is. Torah comes from the heavens. Torah is godly, it's divine. But Hashem gave the Torah here on earth because He wanted the earth to be elevated and to become a vehicle for divine consciousness, for divine presence. And the way He wanted it to happen, not by God revealing His presence on earth 
but to transform earth itself, earth itself from its own perspective would develop an affinity for a divine consciousness. And that requires that earth itself should hone its own sensibilities, so to speak, making it more refined so it can become conducive for a place where God's presence can be openly revealed. In order for that to happen, Torah had to be delivered to earth. Earth has to decide how Torah should be applied in real life. It has to come from earth. Earth needs to transform itself from within in order for earth to become that very place which God desired to bestow his presence in a way where earth itself becomes one with Hashem. If that's the understanding of this principle, that this is the whole idea of Torah, it's at the heart of what Torah is really about and what Torah is meant to accomplish, then it makes sense that this principle is strictly uh, meant to prevent positions coming from heaven to decide what halacha should be. God wants the halacha Torah should be decided on earth through natural means of human reason. So to the world itself, human reason itself becomes an accessory to, to, to holiness and to kedusha and to, to, godly, to a godly understanding of, of Torah. To decide or to reveal the truth behind whether a Chochem did Paskin like this or not, there's no reason why we shouldn't accept it according to this understanding. So the Chsam Seifer and the way Chsilis understands the different ways of understanding has strong halachic ramifications. The Chsam Seifer adds one important point. This idea and this is again based on his understanding of Tehillah Bashmaimi, there's a rational and pragmatic uh, underpinnings to this principle. He says, Moshe Rabbeinu himself is not subject to this restriction of Tehillah Bashmaimi. That means Moshe Rabbeinu could decide Benevoah. Why is that? Because Moshe Rabbeinu is beyond question. Moshe Rabbeinu decided Benavua, and this is evident from several sources, one of which is the story with the Megadif, where the man claims he's from Shevet Don. He wanted to pitch his tent in the camp of Don in the desert, and because his father was from Shevet Don. But Moshe Rabbeinu revealed that he was actually a product of a relation, a union his mother had one night with the Mitzri who came into her tent. Now, how would Moshe Rabbeinu know that this child was born from this one time union that happened between his mother and the Mitzri? It, 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 it's, it's just a one-time event. She lived with her husband every night. And as we have a klal in Shaz, that when we, we, we assume that the child is a product of the husband who she was with 99% of the time. Why would Moshe Rabbeinu decide that he's a product? It's only through Ruch HaKadosh that Moshe could have known. So because Moshe Rabbeinu was not subjected to this principle of Tehillah B'Shemayim. Tehillah B'Shemayim started after Moshe's passing. 
Because in the time of Moshe Rabbeinu, there was no issue of credibility. However, according to the understanding of Hasidus, it would make sense that even Moshe shouldn't decide based on based on a vua. But on the other hand, the story with Megadif is not about halacha. It's about fact-checking, deciding whether he is from Shevadon or not. Then the halacha is decided based on the reasoning of Torah. So according to Chassidus, it's understandable why Moshe Rabbeinu was able to decide Megadif al or the story with the man, that the man made halachic decisions based on where the man fell in front of whose door and how much man fell down to each family. They knew how many members this family had. And if there was a kid who didn't belong in that family because of various reasons, uh, whether the child was from another uh, extramarital relation, then the, the man, his man would fall somewhere else. Or we didn't know if she was a second marriage, whether the child was from the first marriage or the second marriage, because the baby was born um, shortly after the second marriage. It could be she was pregnant already from the previous husband. So we could see the, where the man fell. The man for this child, which door it, it fell in front of, that decided whose child it is. How, how can we decide based on that? The answer is we're not deciding halacha. We're deciding the metzias, the facts. Whose child is it? Then the halacha has to be decided according to the reasoning of Tehran.